This officially marks the 10th episode of the pod, and this is a milestone that I wasn't sure if I was actually going to get to or not. I don't remember the exact statistics, but I read somewhere that a lot of podcasts don't even make it to 10 episodes, so shameless shout out to me for being consistent, but especially to anyone and everyone that's listening, it seriously means a lot. But anyways, we're just going to get right into it this week, and I want to talk about the fear of death. I was going to talk about this at some point anyways, but I just recently finished a book that gave me a lot of inspiration, so I figured I'd just do it now. As a quick synopsis, it's about this organization called Deathcast that calls people to tell them that they're going to die within the next 24 hours. It centers around these two kids who both get the call on the same day, and they end up finding each other through this app that's meant for people who are dying, and they live out their final day together. It's called They Both Die at the End, and spoiler alert, they do both die in the end, but that's not really what the book is about. Neither of them were particularly fearful of their deaths, but it still made me think of some ideas that I'll get into shortly. As far as my personal experience with the concept of death, in the past I've been absolutely petrified of death. I would have so many restless nights just lost in my thoughts about what happens after you die, like looking up stories and accounts of people who have had near-death experiences or have actually died and came back to life. But ultimately, I was just naively searching for answers when, deep down, I really knew that nobody actually had the answers. And if they did, then this wouldn't even be an issue in the first place. The idea of death is for sure still always in the back of my mind, but it's not something that I actively think about too much anymore. But it still definitely sometimes makes its way into the forefront. I wanted to get into why we might fear something that is inevitable and that happens to everybody and what might help in alleviating some of our concerns. I'm going to break it down into a few key points, the first one being the fear of the unknown, and this can be two different things in and of itself. The fear of the unknown as in when we're going to die, like the actual timing of it. In the book that I mentioned earlier, they're alerted on the day that they're going to die, but no sooner than that, and they're also not told the exact time or how they're going to die, but they at least know that it's going to happen within the next 24 hours and there's absolutely nothing they can do about it. Obviously, this is not reality, but let's just pretend that it is for a second. Would it actually be beneficial to anyone that goes through death anxiety to know exactly when they're going to die in advance? This is kind of an age-old question, but I still think it's a really interesting one. I think yes and no. Yes, because even if you only know 24 hours or less in advance that you're going to die, At least you know that it's your time and you can spend whatever time you have left doing whatever it is that you want. But also no, because is it really any different if you're just anxiously awaiting a literal death call every single day, knowing that any day could be your last? We're kind of already doing that because any day could be our last and we don't know when that day is ours. But let's say that we even have a countdown so that we know exactly when we're going to die. Do we live our lives to the fullest before that time is up, or do we live in fear of that day because we know exactly when it's going to happen? I think at the end of the day, it really just depends on the person. I just think it's an interesting concept that is obviously not real, but it does make you think a little bit. The other part of the fear of the unknown is not knowing exactly what happens after death, that being spiritually or metaphysically. This more so applies to people who are atheistic or otherwise have little to no spiritual beliefs, but it can still apply to theistic people too. The fact of the matter is that nobody really knows what happens after death. The closest that we can really get is people who have died and been brought back to life right after, 
but even those people's accounts of what they experienced are so vastly different between one another that there's no general consensus of what it's actually like on the other side. But we can also ask the same question we did before, would it actually even be a good thing if we did know for certain what happens after we die? What if we don't like the outcome, or instead develop this new anxiety of our impending fate? Let's even say that we know for certain that this is our one and only life. There is no afterlife, we don't have a spirit, it's just unconsciousness for the rest of eternity. So we know how it ends, but is that really for the best? Because then for somebody like me, I try to wrap my mind around the idea of ceasing to exist for the rest of time. I try to envision not envisioning anything, and it's a really scary thought. Never being able to see or feel or experience anything ever again. It's an overthinker's worst nightmare. Maybe not knowing anything is actually for the better. I think that some things are honestly just better left unanswered, and it's probably for a reason. Wouldn't you think that if we were supposed to know the answers to some of life's biggest questions, like what happens after death for example, that we would already know by now after billions of years in existence? I just don't think we're supposed to know, and I've learned to accept it at this point. Another factor that I think contributes to the fear of death is potential punishment for being a bad person, mostly referring to religions where there is a quote-unquote good and bad place for people after they die. The fear of not appealing to some higher power is a very strong one that, on one hand, even though I don't necessarily believe in a higher power, I do understand the perspective, but at the same time, if you need some kind of cosmic reward for being a good person, are you really being a good person, at least for the right reason? There's also people who have been told that they're horrible people or disappointments to God or whatever it is, and that they're going to a bad place for literally just existing, and a lot of the time it sticks. Some people will live their entire lives trying to fix something about themselves that they literally cannot fix, and they live in fear of what might happen after they die, and it's not right. I was this kid who was told that something was wrong with them, and I lived in fear for years afterwards. It doesn't really affect me today, but it did for a long time, and it's something that I'll never forget. The last point that I'll mention is that we have this primal instinct for survival that drives us to stay alive, which maybe doesn't inherently make us fearful of death, but in most cases we're actively trying to avoid it. I think it's why people who have had brushes with death in the past a lot of the time have this newfound appreciation for life. Because having your life flash before your eyes and nearly dying, if not literally dying, I can only imagine that's pretty frightening. It's taken quite a few years for me to find any sort of relief or solace in accepting death, but it's gotten significantly better over the last decade or so. By far, what has helped me the most is just simply time. This is such an overused excuse that definitely does not apply to everything, but I fully stand by it in this case. I used to read so many people's stories and opinions, mostly older people who would almost always say that they too were once at the point that I was at the time. But as they've gotten older, they just don't think about it too much anymore. And even if they do, it's nowhere near as detrimental as it once was. I never believed it. I really thought that I would just always live in fear of this thing that happens to literally everybody. Eventually, I just kind of got over it. It has taken a lot of time, and it wasn't easy. But it is fully possible. Something else that has helped me a lot, that most people have probably seen in some form or another, 
is those videos or sometimes articles or even just pictures that show like the Earth and then they show all the planets that are bigger than the Earth, like Jupiter and Saturn. And then they show the Sun, then our galaxy, and they eventually pan to the entire universe, showing how painfully insignificant that we are. It just puts into perspective how, at the end of the day, nothing really matters. That's not to say that we shouldn't live our lives while we still can, because we definitely should. But at the end of the day, there's no sense in stressing over the inevitable, especially when you just take a step back and look at the bigger picture. I also think that the book, They Both Die at the End, really helped me to realize that it isn't about the destination, it's about the journey. In real life, we already know the ending before it begins, but that's not really the point. The point is to enjoy the ride while it's still going, and just let the rest come naturally. That's about all I have for this week. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you want to support the show, you can follow wherever you're listening. You can also leave a rating or review if you want. You can follow me on Twitter at HoldenInPod, or if you have any feedback, suggestions, or pretty much anything else, you can email me. The email address is HoldenInPod at gmail.com. But until then, I'll see you all next week.